0: I think like the most important thing for me is just to be as happy as possible and for making my life as easy as possible day to day like ease like the balance of ease and happiness I feel like I always want to be at a really good level because it's like I can go do something that's really fun but if that requires me to get on a train for four hours go somewhere do something for 20 minutes and come all the way back I'm like is that actually worth the value of all that travel and all the effort to go into that so I like to try and kind of keep that balance really as easy as possible.
1: That's Adam Brazier and this is episode 256 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And each week we hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. So on this week's episode, I am joined by Adam Brazier, who is an awesome photographer, co-host of the Creative Rebels podcast, And a good friend of mine as well. And what I love about Adam is that he's one of the people who is really out here in the world doing things and putting his learnings to the test and trying new things for himself. And he's really creating the life that he wants to live for himself. And I think there's something really important in that because for Adam, he he talks about in this episode how the underlying thing for him is like, what am I going to be happy doing? What's going to make me happy? And I think that's such an important question to ask because it's not something that we really ask ourselves on a very deep level in terms of like how do I want to live my life what do I want to create my life to look like and in this conversation we also talk about mastering the art of living how to live a high quality of life the importance of reflection and why sharing your learnings is so key to building a good relationship with people so the aim of this podcast is to inspire so if you're likely hear in this episode be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love so, before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to take a quick moment to shout out London Media Lounge for sponsoring this episode. They're a content production company with a great studio in northwest London. They've got YouTube spaces, podcast studios, massive green screens. They also provide you with a team of editors, creative development, social media assistance, and so much more. They'll basically create your own special content creator package for you based on what you're looking for. So why don't you save the time and focus on your business and let the professionals handle your content production. They're super cool and easy to work with. To get in touch, just head over to LondonMediaLounge.co.uk and let them know that Alex sent you. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Adam. I was thinking about like how many conversations we've had like on on my podcast, your podcast, and it occurred to me that we'd never done a solo one like this before. And I was like, I couldn't believe it because I was like, it feels like we've had so many conversations. And I was like, have I never had Adam solo on the podcast? Um, So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, even my girlfriend
0: was surprised. I was earlier, I was like, oh, I'm going on Alex's podcast tonight. She's like, have you not done that before? Yeah. I was like, no, we've, I was like, well, technically I have been on your podcast before because we did the live event and me, David, and you um, General Assembly. So I don't, I'm assuming that went out at some point. Yeah, yeah yeah never never just me
1: yeah no and we've yeah we've done like even but I, between my podcast your podcast we've done probably about six episodes i reckon together yeah yeah, never yeah, like yeah a, definitely never a solo isn't it that's mad um so yeah man i think like the best place to start like and we were kind of talking about this a little bit before we hit record anyway is like what i love about your journey what i love about david's journey and what i love about a lot of the people who i'm sort of following and i'm and, and working with at the minute is like they're really out here creating the life that they want to create for themselves. Mm -hmm. So like, I'd love to hear like your perspective on that and like where you're at with that at the minute, because we were just talking about some sick stuff before, and it's like, you're really putting into motion, like this idea of creating the life you want. Um, so like, yeah, like where do you, where do you stand on that? Like what, what inspires you to, to do that? You know,
0: I think like the most important thing for me is just to be as happy as possible. And for making my life as easy as possible day to day, like ease, like the balance of ease and happiness. I feel like I always want to be at a really good level because it's like I can go and do something that's really fun. But if that requires me to get on a train for four hours, go somewhere, do something for 20 minutes and come all the way back. I'm like, is that actually worth the value of all that travel and all the effort to go into that? So I like to try and kind of keep that balance really as easy as possible. And I think over the past 11 years of running different creative businesses, It's learning things as you go along. And I think this is something that I think enough people don't do, which I think is a really important thing to do, is to, after you've been doing something for X amount of time, look back and reflect and then work out what went well, what didn't go so well, and then improve on that going forward. I think, especially pre-pandemic, we were in a world where everyone's got their head down all the time, focusing on the future. What's next? How can I upgrade this? How can I be better in this person at this? How can I win this? And it was just this kind of Non-stop, just face, face forward, focus, and just like people just didn't stop, especially stop to look back to see where they've come or kind of reflect on what it actually is that they want. And I think it's that idea of understanding what you want and then making sure that every single thing that you do heads you slightly closer to that. Mm. I think like that's the most important thing. I think that's what I try and do on a on a daily basis.
1: Mm, I love that. I love that because it's like it's like saying. Like this is this is the most important value in my life, which for you is like the ease, but the happiness, right? Which I think mm-hmm. it, most people would probably answer with that. Let's let's be real, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how do I make that a reality? Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the, that's the question a lot of people don't really they ask it, but they don't really answer it in the best way. Um, and it sounds like you've gotten a lot out of reflecting on like the journey thus far. So is that something that you've, you've been doing a lot of recently, which is helping you to then, you know, create even more moving forward? Or is it just something that you've always kind of done?
0: I think it's probably something that I've always done, maybe subconsciously, maybe without kind of realizing it, but I suppose it's something that now I'm more aware of, especially like having so many interviews and talking to different people and finding out different other people's kind of like routes to get to where they've got to, then... I feel like it's as soon as you start to realize that actually by looking back you can get so much benefit from looking forward that it really kind of helps set that focus a little bit and I think it's probably something I do definitely more now because I know how much how how beneficial it can be because as soon as you've done it once and you're like well that worked let's do that again and you keep refining keep refining like I was um talking to a photographer the other day and we were kind of he was he does like food photography and he's kind of all over town doing different things. So he's doing what he loves, but he's always traveling around. He's got a job over here, then a job over there. And like, he was, he was like, oh, so what are you up to today? I was like, well, I'm in my studio where people come to me, we shoot, and then they go again. And I, I just move over to the other side of the room, doing my editing. And it's all just like as easy as possible. And I think refining the time that you have in a day can be really important too, because it's like, I'm so efficient like the amount that I can get done because I don't have travel time like I live currently my studio is about a three minute walk from my house and when I'm moving soon it'll be a 15 minute walk which is like Mm. a little bit further but like compared to most people that is still an amazing commute and I suppose that we're in a pandemic world at the moment a lot of people are now working from home and stuff but I feel like for me well with what with what I do I can't work from home because I need a studio to be able to yeah. shoot in and like space to do stuff and even just like the peace and quiet of being able to kind of get down and edit and not have kind of people on conference calls in other rooms or anything it's more of a I've got my own little world to focus and I feel like I've always had that kind of pre-introvert it's pre-introversion in some way but just loving love being on my own at a certain times to just focus on stuff because as soon as there's other people in a the room then I can't help but jump into conversations I can't help like I love to chat like I love mm. to kind of gossip about stuff like find out what people are up to and just like to joke and stuff like that but I know that like there needs to be that balance and I think the way I've kind of engineered stuff is I think as soon as you understand yourself as well like, I know that I, I'm like that so for by me taking myself out of that situation then I know I can work more efficiently but then also with the work that I'm now doing there's all, always an element of I'm meeting new people and having those conversations but it's almost like working out what I need in life it's almost like so I like to kind of think of everything in life as like you're playing the sims so if you remember like the sims you've got say I don't know like nine different kind of characteristics underneath your people like their needs that need like they need to go to the toilet they need to eat they need to socialize they need to do all of these different things and as soon as one of those gets to zero the people kind of freak out so I'm like okay well what do I need? Like, how can I make sure I'm not overfilling something and kind of neglecting something else how can I kind of perfectly balance out what I personally need and build your world around that because that's kind of what I've done in terms of I shoot portraits so I have that kind of intense time of like one-on-one conversation with people where you're really kind of trying to make people feel at ease feel more confident and then they go away and I was like okay well I have filled my social bar there cool so now what what do I need to do I need to do the work now so I've now I need to allocate a certain amount of time to just doing the work and then when that's done okay well now I need to do some form of marketing or getting more people to find out about me so then it's like okay well now I'm gonna do a bit of that which fortunately for me kind of is the work at the same time because I think as a creative if you're just doing the thing that you do and you put that out on the internet that should be all the marketing that you need like I don't have to read loads of different things about little techniques and hacks and stuff to try and like sell anything because it's just by like me putting the work out there people see it respond to it or um whereas if I'm doing a portrait shoot it's like the kind of client posts that on their feed all of their friends people they know are going to see it and then I generally get a booking from there as well so it's kind of working out everything that you need and want from life and then trying to think of like well what way can I craft my career to perfectly fit around that
1: yeah it's 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 funny because I was just having this conversation with my coach earlier today and and we were talking about it in in the realm of like mastering the art of living like mastering the art of living your life because Mm. your life is different to my life a hundred percent our life is different to uh, the person who's listening to this life etc etc and it's like using that sims example is a really good one because it's like if you want to get like really spiritual about it for a moment it's like if you actually really think about how we experience life it is kind of like a simulation because like mm. life is beyond me it's beyond you it's beyond the listener it's beyond whoever it's just life and then we're playing these characteristics, like these roles of these characters that we've in some way created to move through that life during our experience here so when you look at it from a sims perspective it's like okay cool well that idea of like you need to fill this up fill that up like you know there's this social need, work need, uh, romance need, uh, nourishment need, exercise need. It's like you can sort of see it all as being like a, like a game. And then when you start to see it all as being like a game, then everything becomes fun. There is no distinction between work and play because it all becomes the same thing. Like you you were saying earlier, it's like you know you'll 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 walk from home to your studio. You you shoot some photos of someone. Then you'll go to the other side of the room. You'll do some editing. Then you'll go over there and you'll you, you'll record a podcast. And then you'll have some time to reflect. It's like that could all be classified as work, or it could all be classified as fun. Like there's no real distinction between the two. And that's like what I see as like really mastering the art of living your life. It's like just really like living it, like it's everything is fun because it should be. And when you start to bring that element into every area of your life, you experience everything in a much Uh, a much more heightened sense like in a more conscious state like and and that's where you start to expand and grow and develop into more fun like what you, you know what you're seeing you've moved studio you're moving house like you know all of this stuff is happening because you're putting that energy of fun into it and it's not like oh i have to work oh this is a chore or this is that it's like no i want to do this like this is quite fun for me like, how can i make it more fun if i if i have a bigger studio or if i have more space or if i have you know put more posts on instagram or, or whatever it is and like i think taking that learning and like really like living it out like really becoming that person who 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 has no distinction between work and play is like invaluable like invaluable
0: and I think that it is that understanding yourself because like there are so many jobs out there and like I'm a portrait photographer there's other portrait photographers who are who treat it like it's work and they don't enjoy it every day they probably went to uni and kind of followed that route and now they're doing it because they kind of feel like they have to because they've gone down this far and I think that is such an interesting place to be because I think it's hard to get so far down a career path and then realise, am I actually happy doing this or am I not happy doing it? And it and I think sometimes it does take a bit of bravery really to kind of like step away from that and then head down a route that takes you more into what you want to be doing. Because it's like I've only been a professional photographer now for pretty or coming up to two years now. Whereas before that I was kind of running different businesses with like my other business partners and it was like to move over into photography was a real risk because I didn't have any clients. So I had like a couple of people who were messaging me on Instagram being like, can we shoot? And whereas I had these other businesses that had been running for 10 years. So it was like, do, well, which one do I go for? Like one of them makes me so much more happy than the other, but what if it doesn't work? And it was kind of like that leap of faith moving from one to another, that just, I, th- I think it's just following what works for you. It's following what makes you happy. And, I think as well from the client's perspective, like anyone you're working with, they can tell when you love what you do compared to you're doing this because it's work. Like you could go into your local snappy snaps and there would be a guy who works in there who doesn't care about cameras. He just works out because it's just a job. And behind the kind of like behind the curtain there's often like a little photo studio in there where you can go and get like passport photos or family photos or something very simple. But that would be basically just him treating it like it's just the craft it's just a, I've just got to go and press the button do the thing and then it's done whereas I would have a completely different mindset on that I'd be mm. like well wow I'm I love doing this this is great and I think when the clients see you enjoying what you do they kind of like feel it themselves and I think that's when they tell other people about it and that's where things quite organically spread because they can tell you love the craft they can tell that they're not just you are not, not they're not they're not just giving you money for you to give them a thing it's you're giving them they're giving you money you give them a thing and an experience and i think it's that extra bit of an experience which i think is lost probably when you're not doing something you really love doing
1: Mm. it's it's like sharing your excitement about your work with the person who's right in front of you right and it's like this is this is one of the things i love about coaching is like not all the time because obviously like when i'm coaching it's about the person who sat in front of me and their world but like i get to share the incredible learnings and insights that i'm having with them i get to do that via this podcast and i and i get really excited about it because i'm like i want to talk about this stuff i want to share it because the more that i share it with people the more i know it's going to help them like expand it's going to help rise them up as well and like we can all rise up together it's not like a It doesn't have to be a scarcity thing where it's like oh no it's just Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm over here doing my thing and you can't have any of it it's like no like i want everyone to like experience it i want people like you said have to have that experience for themselves because it's only going to make humanity greater as a whole and it's like if everyone was operating from this this same level like and i'm not saying we've like mastered it or completed it or whatever but like if everyone was operating with that that modality like the world would be such a more peaceful, loving place because everyone would be wanting to help each other. Everyone would be wanting to like shine each other, be excited for each other, share excitement about what I'm doing with other people and vice versa. And it's like, the more that I'm seeing that experience that I share with people has a huge benefit on them. And then vice versa, when they share something exciting with me, like has a benefit for me. The more I'm seeing like, mm. yeah, we're just, all we're doing is rising up together. It's like, there's a saying of, um, all all boats rise with the tide so it's like when when the tide of a river like raises up it's not like one boat gets the benefit of like the tide rising it's like they all rise with it and it's like i see like when we're sharing like this stuff that we talk about via our podcast like via your work via my work via via whatever we're just rising the tide of the river for everyone and that's like it's powerful and and i saw like the other day I i was scrolling through your instagram like I, you know, I didn't have to do too much research for this episode, but like I doing <laughs> some some minor research, and I saw that you've set up like a, a community for dancers to like meet each other mm-hmm. because you shoot a lot of dancers, right? So you've got yeah. a lot of contacts in that world, and a lot of dancers are always looking for, I don't know, dance partners or or, or, or whatever it is. I don't know what the term would be, but like you don't have to do that. You're just a photographer in reality, mm. right? But you want to share your network of people with your network of people so they can benefit from it. And it's like, that to me is like an amazing thing. Do you, do you know what yeah, I mean? I was, yeah,
0: that was uh, like, um, that's one thing I'm really proud of that I've done over the past few months is, yeah, I made basically a community called, it's called Classmates. So again, this it all comes down to like li- listening and reflecting because like so many people come in, come through the studio every week and I'm always having conversations and like I do shoot loads of dancers and performers and that's kind of, it was never like the intention, but it's kind of like the way that it's gone and I really enjoy it because kind of everyone seems to be like really charismatic, and I think because they're, because they're all creatives, all trying to strive towards something. They've all probably done this since they were really young. Their dedication is just ridiculous, and mm. it's something that I feel like having those kind of conversations where you're like, you can see someone's driven and wants to achieve something, and I know that I can do something to help them get to that point. Is just like, oh, I love this. This isn't just someone who wants it for like a bit of vanity. This is someone who like this is going to make a difference to their career and any bit of advice I can impart on them whilst they're here any bit of confidence I can like the amount of people who come in and leave more confident than they came in is basically (laughs) everyone and that is just like such a buzz to know that you've helped instill that in someone and um coming back to the the classmates thing uh the, the community I made like I listen to people so every time that kind of someone has like a problem or something I'm like okay take a mental note of that And if I start to hear it something a few times, I'm like, there's obviously a problem there. And I'd heard quite a few people talk about like, because often we'd shoot in like the afternoon, and most of the kind of dance classes in London, kind of the independent ones, will be in the evenings. So people will go from the studio with me to a dance class, and there's always like that kind of like, if they don't know anyone else is going, there's that kind of insecurity of like, oh, like. Do I really want to go on my own? Like, we've all been there. It's like, mm-hmm. if we went to a bar on our own, like you'd feel really, or like to a restaurant, you'd be like, oh, do I really want to go? And you kind of try and trick yourself out of it. You're like, oh, well, try and convince yourself. And I was like, well, so I've heard this too many times now for this to be like, just a coincidence. So I was like, okay, well, can I make a community that it's not gonna take me too long to do? It's not gonna require too much of my day-to-day involvement because hopefully the community can just sort that out themselves. So I was like can I create a space where people could go to if they don't know anyone just kind of say oh I'm going to this class tonight is anyone else going to this class who doesn't know anyone maybe they can meet for a coffee beforehand or something maybe they can just like just meeting someone beforehand to go into that room because also like some of these dance classes like they're the best people in the country dancing in there so it's not even like it's like you're intimidated before just by the standard let alone you're walking into a room of people you don't know. So yeah so if people can kind of meet up beforehand or like and then all people I was kind of like people message me being like oh, I've got a job but I can't, like, oh, it's my job and I have to go away for the weekend or something. Do you know anyone who could fill it? Because I shoot with so many dancers. They're like, oh, well, you shoot with so many people. You might know someone who can fill mm. it. So it's like, well, okay, well, what else can I put into this community platform thing that's like really useful for people? Well, let's do somewhere that if people's got jobs, because people are always looking for work, that they can post about those jobs. If people have got a class ticket they can, and they can't go, they can just post it in there being like, I can't go. So, everything, every time I kind of notice something in the community that people are like struggling with or like need help with in some way, I'm like, well, what if I could just add that into this platform? And yeah, I put it up and I think it within probably like f- basically, I had the idea in the morning and then hmm. I made it by about 10 a.m. And then so- by maybe like 3 p.m. that day, I had like 300 members. Wow. And I think now it's kind of a- about like 500 or something. And it's nice because people are organically adding people now. I used to be, I had to shout about it to get people in. And now I can be like, oh, the numbers have gone up and I'm not posted by it in a little while. So it means other people must be sharing invites and I can kind of check the statistics and you can see who's made invite codes and give them to other people and stuff. So it's something that's just like helping people. But I think all that kind of came back to, I was listening to a, I think it was like a how I built this or something. It was like Airbnb, which I'd heard about through by the founder of Airbnb which I heard from maybe like a different podcast I was listening to they mentioned that this podcast was a really good episode so I was like "Cool, I'll go give that a listen. Then we like sat on the tube I can really vividly remember it like being sat on the tube and they were talking it was a guy from Airbnb and they were talking about how when they were first getting started they were just like how can we just build everything how can we just try and get all these different things in and then they stopped and they were like okay well we want to add this new part to our new feature to Airbnb which I've never used or really seen. Um, it was all the idea of instead of just being like a room for the night they would give you an experience so you would basically mm. just pay something and they would sort out your whole holiday and do the whole thing and i was like oh, that's quite an interesting idea and i think they tried they basically made it and then it didn't really work very well and then they were like okay we'll get one guy and we'll just speak to this guy and just find out what his best possible ever trip would be and so i had a really good chat with him and basically we're like okay we've got we've got this other, we'll do it again with just you and they sent him off in this thing and this guy was like this was the best week of my life like you've literally made my life this is so good and that's got me in the kind of like kind of lesson behind that that we were talking about was more about instead of trying to get loads and loads of new people into your inf- infrastructure into your ecosystem to just look at the people you've got there and just try and make it the best possible thing for them because by doing that you'll end up building a really quality product and then Mm. once you've got that then and you're you've absolutely smashed it within that community and you can't do any more for them then the thing you'll have built will be so valuable to other communities as well that then you can scale it so it's almost like build a product that's so good like in width first that people just love and then find other communities to plonk that in and that's how you scale it rather than just Mm. kind of just heading up and up and up and just trying to get more people into your kind of like like, it's like, not very good product. It's like, yes, yeah, so suppose that's it. It's like build the quality product first, and keep and that, and also I think when you think think you built the quality product, make it better and better and better. Because I think everyone thinks that called, their current product is quality, but it's through the kind of like listing and really refining it and like reflecting back. I suppose it kind of comes back to the same thing that I've done in my career is the same way I've kind of approached my life and vice versa and it's kind of just listening and kind of looking back and like refining and not thinking so and and finding that balance between like how can I make things as amazing for like my clients but then also keep it so it's not something that is being like is negative towards my life so it's like how can I make the both things happen at the same time which is like that's the challenge but I think if you just look after other people and look after the people who are already in your community and just make it the best possible experience for them then like it's amazing what happens like even like yesterday I, po- I posted something i was like oh now i've got like a bigger studio here i was like i could do and like we've done talks those in the past i was like I could just do a talk that's like just free for everyone to come along to um will be about something that i know that they have an issue with which would be kind of like social media for performers and like so I, like, I can easily talk about that for an hour and then we can do like A. Q&A. people can kind of network and stuff and like get some like free drinks and stuff and just make it like a really fun evening like we used to have pre-pandemic all the time mm-hmm. but it's like i imagine most people in this community probably haven't been to those kind of events so actually this is a really unique experience where they can come learn something get something like maybe meet some other people and i feel like just the more i can do now to just benefit the community that supported me and helped me grow my career i feel like it's just cyclical like you make that the better you make it for them the better they make it for you. Because all of a sudden it's like, well, then they start telling people about you. And it's like, it's just like, yeah, everything just becomes word of mouth. Like I don't have to do any marketing these days, apart mm. from just doing the work and meeting people because everyone else just does it for me.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it's like, it goes, I think that even goes beyond being a creative. Like, as you were saying, like, mm. talking about it, like from the perspective of a product, I was like imagining the product being like your life, like. If you're if you're only ever focused on like making the interaction you're having right in front of you the best interaction for you and for that person, or like if you're writing doing some writing making that the best writing, or if you're chilling on the sofa making it the best chill you've ever had on the sofa, mm. like yeah, your 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 product of your life is only gonna keep increasing and keep uh, growing in width, like expanding in width, but also the depth because of the quality that you're getting out of your interactions, out of your work, out of your exercise, out of your chill time, out of your, you know, the way that you consume content or watch movies or whatever it is, like your level of consciousness is just gonna rise with that. And that's that's like what breeds the the, 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 real, the real platform for growth is like doing everything with a certain level of quality. And it's not like quality in terms of like, uh quality of work is quality of presence and attention and it's mm-hmm. like from what you're saying is like th- because you've had so much quality of presence and attention with the 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 people that you the girls that you've been shooting you've picked up on these little com- these little moments in conversation about dance classes and com- you know and you've put this community together and you're giving a lot of attention and, and presence to that so you're adding extra bits to it and i think like that can happen in any area of your life, whether it's your personal relationships, romantic relationships, at work, with your projects, with your exercise, your nutrition, you know, when you take the dog for a walk, like when you sleep, like whatever it is, like do it with the best quality attention and presence that you can. And it's only going to compound over time and get better and better. And that quality is going to expand and get deeper. And more become more expansive in your in your life and everyone else's life but i wanted to ask you like because you've you've mentioned reflection a couple of times like what 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 do you do like to reflect do you have like a certain kind of um like practice that you do a certain like thing that you do or is it just like a continual like oh just thinking about or do you like set time aside to reflect like how do you how do you do it
0: it most of it i would say is probably just kind of as i'm getting up and it's funny i know i could make it better by just giving myself some time to actually do it to allocate some time into that um because all of the times when i do reflect are the times where i'm not focused on something like a screen like it's when i'm on the tube it's when i'm kind of getting up having a shower in the morning when i'm making a coffee when i'm drinking a coffee when there's like nothing that has my focus or even kind of like when I go to sleep, like the amount of times, like the amount of problems that get <laughs> solved in my sleep, because I lay down in the evening, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I've just thought of something now. And now that's gonna, I can't sleep until the answer to that's solved. Um, but then I feel like I've, I've also got better at working out. Okay. I know that's the situation. So I'm going to try and fall asleep. because I know my subconscious will solve it in my sleep for me. And then some point mm. in the next few days, it will just be like, right. Whereas like when we first started our business, It was just like, well, uh, that's me not sleeping tonight then, because I (laughs) need to be awake until that's solved, and I won't be able to sleep. Um, Because now I'm very good at sleeping, because I just, yeah, I know that my brain can sort it out for me. I don't have to be conscious for like that problem to be solved at some point. Mm. Um, But I think it's a lot of it's like the moments I connect the dots, and I think I do consume a lot of content, and there's very rare that I don't have something in like that's kind of being pumped into me in terms of kind of like media or stimulus or something I so even so that's what like editing our podcast for example is the, the worst part of my week because i can't consume content at the same time because i have to watch the video and i have to listen to the audio and focus on that instead of consuming the media that i'd have chose to listen to hmm. so that's always like a oh well okay i'm going to need to come out of this for a second to just like go into this for like a day or something um but yeah it's it's always like because i do listen to a lot and i feel like i'm very good at connecting the dots between different things and it's often those little connections which are like for example it's like the airbnb connected with this person saying that they were gonna they didn't really want to go to dance class tonight because they felt uncomfortable or felt nervous and it's like oh those two now come together perfectly but i also feel like that's why it's important to listen to so much stuff that inspires you and listen to the people around you and your community and everything at all times because it only because like those two things might not have happened in the same thing I could have listened to that Airbnb podcast two years ago and I'd have forgotten it and it wouldn't have connected in the same way for me to go and make that server that everyone can connect on so I think it's always worth having constant things that are pumping in because you never know what's going to happen in life like it's like, like yes, it was lucky that those two things managed to kind of connect at the right time, but it wasn't lucky because at some point something was going to connect because I'm always there listening, learning, trying to improve and trying to find ways that that can happen. And I think the more you spot those connections, again, it's spotting the connections and understanding like, how can I relate this to this? So like, I, I basically, I live in metaphors. Anytime I can find <laughs> something that kind of, I can like, so that's kind of like this. Like if ever I'm listening to a, a podcast on anything, I'm always like, okay, well, how can I relate this to the thing that I'm doing currently? Mm. Rather than just listening to someone tell a story about their life, their business, whatever they've done, I'm like, well, this specific problem I've got, how can I solve this? And that's why I'll like re-listen to like audiobooks again and again and again, because if I know it's a good book with good content, like if, if I've got a problem or whatever I'm doing currently in my life, like there's something that something's going to be said there that it can relate to like you could listen to a business book and it could help your romantic life you can mm. listen to like you can watch jamie oliver cooks me on tv and you can be like aha oh, the way that he did that there I wonder if, like and you could just make these little connections and it's like finding those little connections and stories in your head i feel like that's where some of the magic comes out and i think it's it's those little bits of magic that make things evolve like it's never you can never plan it unfortunately but i think what you <laughs> can do is it's like yeah luck like you can never predict luck you can never predict when things are going to happen what you can do is increase your probability as much as possible by making sure that what you're consuming is as good as possible and is going to be something that can help you solve the problems because it's like another thing kind of going slightly off topic but the whole nft space yeah like i am fascinated by one because i'm an artist and that is a world that could be really beneficial going forward and the tech's really interesting but the community side of NFTs is the most interesting thing that I've like seen in ages. Like you're watching these little bubbles of businesses kind of like, it's it's like watching every, all these businesses form, but you can see the market kind of the, the people's thoughts and opinions from the whole market at once. And you're like, mm. whoa, this is like, like anyone who's into business should just go and start researching NFTs and be in some discord servers for NFTs. Don't, don't have to buy anything. Just look at what happens. Look at how the projects are set up, how people market themselves, how things visually look like the community side of it, like are the people who are running those things, talking to the community. And if they're not, you see the frustration in the community come so Mm. quickly. And if those people are invested in that already, then they kind of have to stick around. But if you think of that as your business and you've got a potential, a potential client who's kind of, oh, they're floating around your ecosystem, but you're not paying them any attention. They just go away and they'll find something else. And like, it is such like a micro version of the whole of business in these tiny little projects. Also, because they happen so fast, mm. you see like what might have happened in someone's business normally in like five years in the space of like three weeks. And you're like, and once you've been on the other side, of it you've had businesses for like years and years. You're like, oh God, yeah, you can see what they have done this, or I've done this and like what kind of marketing they've used. And it's like this intense world of just human culture and why people buy the things they do. And it's just like so interesting i think if you're into branding into marketing and understanding how community and why people buy stuff why people get behind like hype like Mm. it's like that nft space is just fascinating to watch at the moment Mm.
1: yeah i agree man it's like and i think the real thing like you said for me is like the community aspect to it it's like pretty much all of the most successful nft projects that are popping up are like so community based like the community become the core it's not yes the marketing plays a role yes the this plays a role yes that plays a role but like it's it's fundamentally the community that holds it up and if the community stop believing in that thing or they stop um wanting to be part of it then the whole project comes apart and again it's like you can look at look at life in that and, it, and I always and you know you're saying you see everything through a metaphor i see everything through the metaphor of life it's like the community that you have around you is the thing that 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 adds a certain amount of quality to the life that you have but only if you're giving quality to that community as well in terms mm. of like how you're showing up who you're being you know and you can see how 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 relationships develop like we we have a really good relationship we might not hang out loads or chat loads but we have a really good relationship because every time we speak it's a quality conversation whether it's recorded 100%. or not yeah do you know what i mean and it's like that's that's the thing that i'm talking about it's like that community element that I see in the NFT space is becoming so important. And you can see how like that fundamentally is gonna be that the strength of a community or a set of communities is gonna change the world, like from a a human level, not from the tech level, not from the financial level, from the human level, because there's people in these communities who who are making genuine friends Who they've never met in real life they've probably never spoken to them on zoom they've probably never even seen their face yet Mm. they've like that they're part of this community that is like part of the same thing they're all like-minded they're all kind of believing and growing and moving in the same direction and that's what creates the 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 power behind what the nfts represent in a way because if that community is not there, then everything else falls apart. Like, like yeah. the, the the floor price goes to zero. And all of a sudden that yeah. NFT, that piece of art is dead because the community becomes the most important part. And like, yeah, I just I find that fascinating because I think there's there's something so strong in communities and it doesn't have to be like a a community of like thousands. It can be like it could be five people for 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 mm-hmm. you, for me, for whoever's listening. It could literally be your family, your partner, your friends and some of your work colleagues, whoever you have those direct links with day to day, like that can be your community. And it's like, that's awesome that you can kind of like develop that in a way that's beneficial for everyone.
0: And I think as well, like in terms of a community of five, as you were talking about there, if you provide value to those five people, they'll tell other people about you and you can provide value to them too. Like the amount of people that you'd have met who will then go and tell someone else they know. Oh, I met this guy called Alex. He was really interesting. He told me this thing. And it's like it just spreads. Like if you provide value to a community, if you're part of a community, I think that's another thing It's like being a part of it. It's like mm-hmm. you're not just like the owner and everyone else just like does something there. They like you want to be a part of it. I think that's really important. I think that's where I think my career as a photographer has gone so well over the past two years is because I've found a community. I've become a part of that community and I'm providing value to it constantly. Like I'm always Mm. doing kind of like competitions for that community to kind of win the chance to win a shoot or something. And everything I do is always, how can I make this better for the community? Mm. And just by doing that, like it just makes like, it's an enjoyable process. Because I think Mm. as soon as you're part of a community and you're not just a commodity, then like your life becomes so much easier because you get to do the things you want to do. Like it's interesting when I first got a camera and first started to do like photos and stuff I used to do all sorts of different things like for fun because I was like I never know which way this is going to go so let's just like just do whatever and it's interesting and also kind of working in jobs as well where it's like you're, cl- you're like working with clients all the time who are very picky about what they want and I don't have that anymore because because I'm part of a community and I know what people want. It's almost like I've set a standard for what people expect and when people come in i'm like okay what kind of thing would you like and they're like just do what you do Like i don't mind like whatever colors you want whatever you think is best because they have the faith in you that you can provide what they need from you and it's such a nice space to be to just be able to do what you want every day it's like i don't ever feel like oh i've got to do this because i don't have to do that and also because i don't ever put out work that i don't want to be doing Mm -hmm. it never leads into work that is uh, like that i don't want to be doing because i think this is another problem that a lot of creatives have is they're like oh especially when you're getting started as well because lots of people come like, like oh this guy knows how to use photoshop or well, he can design a logo and someone will get in contact and you'll design a logo for them and it'll be like a real stress backwards and forwards and they're not happy with it and now you've done a bit more and then you've ended up working it for three weeks and you're only being paid 200 quid for it and it's like oh i hate this um and then then they'll make mistake of them putting that logo on their website or on their Instagram or somewhere and it's like oh here's the bit of work that I've just done so then it's like well the next person who calls up is gonna be like well can you do me a logo because I've seen that that's the kind of work that you do Mm -hmm. and it's important that whatever you put out to the world is what you want to receive It's the same way you could talk about in terms of relationships and kindness Mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing like whatever you put out is what you're gonna get back so just put out the thing that you want to receive if you can do that constantly like if you want to be a part of community be kind in that community help that community in some way because then that community is going to help you back it's the whole kind of karma idea i suppose of like just be really good to the world and then the world will be good back to you Hmm. like but it's kind of like being good to the world in terms of being good to the community because yes i could walk around all day picking up rubbish putting in the recycling bin and just being a good person and no one would ever know about but the chance of that coming back i think that's where it kind of like I don't really believe in the idea of karma because I feel like that's like I'm doing not so good for the world but then you're kind of hoping that some lucky thing will happen and Mm. make your life better but if you can like have like community karma where you find a community you want to be a part of add benefit to that community constantly just keep giving keep giving keep giving it will start to give back because there's people there to give back and I think yeah that idea of community karma is something that I think is just so so important and the more we can do help a community that we want to be a part of the better
1: it's it's like i see it as like you know you can look at it from the way of like oh i'm just giving away like all of this energy and i'm giving away all of this effort but if you if you just see that differently from your perspective of like you're not giving anything away you're just sharing what you already have like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's a Oh I'm doing it because I need to receive something back. It's like you're doing it's like what we were saying earlier you're doing it because you enjoy sharing this stuff with other people knowing it's 100%. going to be beneficial for them and therefore it's going to be beneficial for you. And like that's the thing that's really changed the game for me when it came to like understanding what coaching is really about. It's like sh- I'm sharing what I I know through other people and then they're sharing mm-hmm. what they learn through me. And it's like we're not i'm not different to anyone i'm not like a guru i'm not on this perch where i'm like i'm better than you it's like no we're we're experiencing this together we're sharing together which is making this experience you know more expansive for both of us and like i think that that slight um like uh differentiation is so important it's like it's a very nuanced thing but it's like Mm. once you see it from that way is that you can't unsee it as like you're you're just sharing your gifts you're sharing your your love, you're sharing your uh, presence, your energy with everyone else. Like it's a really beautiful way to look at it. And it kind of makes think- me think about like, uh, podcasting, like, like with what we've been doing is like, we are just sharing our stories and guest st- stories through this medium of audio and video. And it's like, you guys have had some incredible guests on the podcast from like Reggie Yates to like, uh, the founder of Twitch. To, to me <laughs> to, to like all of, these, all of these people you've had over hundreds of episodes and I'm really interested from from your perspective is there like one like really big learning that has has stood out either as an isolated thing or like as a as a more general thing that's been shared via all of the people that you've had those conversations with
0: I think kind of going back to what we talked about earlier with kind of finding those connections I think it's not it was not one thing but by talking to so many interesting people all the time who are experts in their field at kind of creative endeavors, it's like someone might say something like, okay, that's interesting. But the magic really happens when someone says something and you're like, that's interesting. And that is really similar to this other thing that someone else said that's really interesting. And then you put those two things together and you're like mind blown. Like I remember mm. we interviewed, um, so two guests we've had on, there's a guy called Will Store who's mm. got, a brilliant book called selfie like he's just a really interesting guy um his books are just incredible real kind of like neuroscience based and anything neurosciencey i'm like well that's fascinating uh, and then we interviewed seth godin who's like my favorite marketing author he's like just a fucking legend and those two said something that the each of them didn't know who the other person was as well so that's kind of like another interesting thing it's like mm. they're both in the world doing things that are completely different yet two things they touched upon are like basically exactly the same thing that they've come to their own conclusions on. Because I think like human society, it's like we're not that advanced in terms of <laughs> like we're not that different. Like it doesn't take too long to kind of deep digging down into it to realise that oh okay, everyone's basically exactly the same. Everyone's got the same thoughts, feelings and emotions and if you kind of bundle up, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I I get it now. I get the game. I get the game of life. And I think it is those connections. Remember coming out of the episode of Will's store. And again, I think it's the timing helps as well. Because I think I just read a Seth Godin book at the same time. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, like what you've just said there perfectly links to this thing around marketing that Seth Godin said that's like completely now based in like Neanderthal cavemen psychology. And it's just like <laughs> mind blown. And I was just like, well, I get the game now. And I was just like, my head was just going. And I think like we finished the podcast at maybe half three in the afternoon. And I remember saying to David, I was like, I need to go home like my brain is so like all the neurons are going off because this could massive connections just happened. this like atom bombs just exploded in my brain and i'm like whoa i finally like see the matrix it's all like you understand mm. it a lot more and i think it's those little things it's those learnings that i think i've taken away that yes yeah, little bits from everyone rather than like one big thing from one person I think that again kind of comes down to life in general like if you relate that to life like you're never going to have one big break there's never going to be one thing that just makes everything perfect and great i I think we all live for this like lottery win of oh well one day if i keep investing this one big thing will happen i'll be great whereas like we spoke to so many people who've been kind of like in the top 10 of the charts and then now they're in a completely different world doing something else Mm. and like or different people who've yeah hit success like the founder of twitch you mentioned before he like sold twitch for like almost a billion and then now his life has completely changed like he's mm. gone to a completely different route because he's understands what makes him happy he's like i could keep going down that route that all of the other tech giants are doing and just trying to be the best trying to be the best but he kind of found out what worked for him and then that made things completely different mm um and then um and then kind of sorry to jump back to something we mentioned earlier as well you mentioned energy and kind of how you kind of give out your energy and like i like to think of it as like you're yes you're giving out but try and think of it like a pension like you're giving it you're giving it you're giving it you can't get you can't get at it for years but then as soon as you kind of like retire then it's suddenly like oh it's now open to me and it's been mm. investing over all these years it's built up and then now it's so much more than ever put into it but it's kind of going through that kind of whole career of work which obviously we can shorten down to a much shorter period of time when it comes to starting a creative endeavor or following your passion or whatever kind of career focused thing you want to do it's like you've just got to invest in it because it's only going to you're only going to get the rewards if you do invest because Mm. yeah otherwise you're going to be left at the end of the day if you just keep spending it and you don't kind of you frivol it away then it's like oh well what have you got at the end you only got the income that's coming right at the end whereas by investing in it having that long-term approach of like how can you invest back into it how can you invest back into it and before we started recording today we were both talking about how we spend our money and how kind of actually our what we actually take home and spend every month is relatively low because most of what we earn which is like a good amount will go straight back into the business straight back into like if for my sake into the community like how can I spend my money to help other people? Like, how can I make it like, because the photos I take, they're they're good enough that they can get people a job in the career and they can go off and do it. I don't technically need it to, to get better, but if I can somehow make that person's day a little bit better, make it a little bit cooler for them, like how can I make their experience a little bit better and just keep tweaking, keep adding up. It's like over time, that is significant. Actually, this takes me back to when you were on our podcast like three years ago. then and you were talking about like the one percent where it's like every day you add that little one percent and over time it equates to something that's so massive so yeah i think investing everything you have in other people and making other people's lives a bit better constantly will just lead to your life getting so significantly better but then also that the caveat of that is you do need to pay attention to what you actually want because if you don't then you might end up following someone else's path which again mm. is like a really dangerous trap,
1: yeah, for sure, and it's funny because I think that there's like that there is a way to do that, isn't there It's like, and you I, you kind of touched on it earlier when you're like when you listen to podcasts, you're listening to it from the perspective of like what what am I getting from this and it's mm-hmm. like I've started to consume stuff from the perspective of like as if if I'm listening to an interview, for example, on a podcast, I'm listening to it from the perspective of like, How is, like, how are they talking about me and my life? And Mm -hmm. then that's when you start to connect these dots. And that's when you start to see, like, everything what you are just saying is, like, it's all about how can I use what I'm seeing, what I'm learning to help someone else, you know, have, like, 1% value or 5% value from an interaction we're having. And, like, the 1% rule is something that I still consistently live by because it's, like, if you're just adding 1% value to your own life every day and then any interaction you have with anyone, they're leaving that interaction feeling 1% better about themselves, like, over time, like, with every interaction and every day, like, how much value is that going to be? building up like in the world like it's insane because if those people that i'm having interactions with are then going away and they're adding one percent value to someone else like it's just like it compounds so quickly and it's like to me that's the real that's the real meaning of karma like it's like it's a shared it's a shared experience it's a shared energy it's a shared you know uh, consciousness that we have that with that that we experience life through and it's like if we're continually looking to uh raise each other up like that little one percent at a time then like it's just be- it's just benefiting everyone like this is otherwise it's being selfish like who-, who do you need to be in order to hold on to like all of these great little things that you're learning for yourself like you're just putting them away like in a safe and then when you finally come around to opening the safe like they've all disintegrated and gone moldy and like they've gone to waste whereas if you're sharing those like with other people then like you're just putting more value back out into the world. And it's like that is just it's just like such an incredible like way to view things. And it's like that has dramatically changed my life. It's dramatically changed my interactions. It's dramatically changed the way I show up on this podcast, the way that I show up in my relationships. And it's just like this this unbelievable knowing that there isn't actually anywhere that I need to get to. <laughs> like I don't need to get anywhere other than just like making this here right now, 1% better than when I left it, that's it. And if you're constantly doing that, like you can have everything you want and more in life. End of like, and someone can try and at me and tell me I'm wrong, but I'm not because I've experienced it. You've experienced it. You know, David who does a podcast with you has experienced it. There's so many people, like all of your guests, all of my guests have experienced it. So there must be truth in it, you know?
0: yeah and i think like the idea of value i think anyone who consumes anything that's marketing related or anything or how to grow on instagram all these different things that are like how to grow in the world it's all to provide value for other people and i think there is the like, it's thrown around so i think it's such a buzzword now provide value provide value but i think understanding what value is is it's like how can you make someone else's life better and how can you make that even just like what we're talking about there like that one percent better than it was before like I I think this is how as an individual we can improve ourselves and improve the skills that we have is like well if I'm taking a photo okay then it's like there's a level of value of like you can receive that from there but like how can I make that photo a little bit better and it's like I'm like well okay well can I go and do a few tutorials can I buy some different equipment like what can I do or can I practice more Like, what can I do to make that craft a little bit better as well? And I think it's the value that someone receives at the end of it will be slightly higher because you've gone Mm. and put more effort in to improve your craft. And it's the same way with coaching. It's like the more you go and do it, the more retreats you go on, the more experts you speak to, you're going to learn these little nuggets, the more podcasts you listen to, the more little bits you can use to improve your craft. That's how the value is increasing. And I think if you're getting started or you're earlier on in your journey, like, and all you're hearing is make value make value make value <laughs> and you're posting instagram things and you're like no one's no one's receiving this this isn't getting better maybe instead of just trying to put more stuff out there maybe try and work on yourself and how you can improve yourself how you can improve your craft because by doing that in turn it will provide more value like maybe mm. you're not at the stage yet where your your skill level at whatever you do is high enough to provide value because it's like i could Like I'm not a plumber, but if you said, oh, I've got a leaky tap, I might be able to come and do it. I might be able to try and work it out, but it probably would go wrong because my (laughs) skill level isn't high enough yet. Yes, I might be able to provide you value, but like I can, I could make an Instagram account tomorrow telling you plumbing tips from no experience and no one's going to get any value from it because I've not got the experience there to start with. Whereas if you go and spend time learning something and then share what you've learned, I think Mm. that's where the value comes into it it's not just providing value from what you already know it's like like both of us consume so much in terms of education because we always want to get better and what we pass out to our audience to our communities are just like little snippets of what we've learned it's like i might spend all day learning something but that will be a one sentence line that i summarize that down to to tell someone else Mm -hmm. and it's just doing that constantly i think as a kind of content creator as anyone who's kind of doing anything that's like just working for themselves i suppose it's like if you're like a thought leader or kind of any kind of knowledge work like that takes a lot of effort to go into that it's like if you think of your phone like that's not just someone in a factory puts that together like there's several metals that come all from around the world that are mined like the amount of work that has gone into that one phone that's in your pocket. That's thousands of years worth of work has made that happen. Mm. Like there's like so much has gone into making that one thing. And I think it's understanding that it's not just looking at the phone at face value and being like, oh, well, I reckon if I spent a few years learning some computer stuff, I could build some form of phone. Like, yes, you might be able to with the tools that are around you now, but like there's so much work has gone into that. And I think taking things just at that face value is a dangerous place to be as well. Like you need to appreciate how much work someone's put into it and like see the value in what they do like if someone's been working at something for 10 years there's a good chance that there's a lot of value there because they've probably learned so much along the way that yes you could buy a textbook and read the summary of everything but it's only it's experience and it's kind of the refining and it's all those little bits and tweaks that you change over time that make things especially the experience for like an end user completely different Mm. like it's just the smallest little things that make such a difference
1: yeah i think i think that idea of like how are you helping to helping someone else add more value to their life i think is 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 amazing because like even the photography example that you gave what was running through my mind is like every time you you physically take a photo of someone you are getting better at it so you're giving Mm -hmm. them value by taking the photo of them but you're also receiving value because you're getting better at the thing that you're doing and that's, that's yeah. how it works in it's such a beautiful reciprocal cycle, way. Yeah. It's like, you're always, if you're always giving value and helping someone to, to find more value in your life, you're also benefiting from adding more value to your life. And it's like, the, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, like. I don't know what else we can say after that, to be honest. See, I but
0: I adding into that process is it's always listening and making sure that yeah. you're communicating with the audience, with your clients, or whoever you're with. Like, unfortunate in the fact that on a portrait session will generally be me and one other person having a conversation for an hour and a half. So there's lots of little things that you can pick up and remember in that. So it's even like when people come in and you see they're a bit nervous because they've never done anything before, it's like, well. I know that that's how people feel so it's like well how can I make that as easy as possible how can I get them relaxed how can like like what what is it that people like have problems with so for example portraits for example like if I'm doing like full body poses most people unless they're models have never done that before and they're so scared of looking like silly or like feel like they don't know what they're doing, especially when they're coming into a space that seems professional. The same kind of goes back to the dance classes before. It's walking into that room where you're not an expert and you feel like, oh, I'm really nervous. I'm anxious Mm -hmm. about this. So it's like, so I've now got kind of like a set of poses that I just run through. So I'm like, if you've never done this before, it's completely fine. I can talk you step by step, literally every single photo, every single time I press the thing, I'll have told you to move this to there, like bring this hand up to here, move this leg to here. Mm because i know i've done it enough now that i've got a set of poses that work to make anyone look good and yeah it's easy like for me i'm just like cool you do this this and this and then they come out of it and also because they're not then worrying internally about oh shit what am i doing like oh and what we're gonna do next like i've ran out of poses this kind of thing then it's like they don't have to worry about that so i've taken that burden off them and then you show them the pictures after like the first set and it's like you just see them relaxed because it's like Oh, they're so they're just so happy that they've got some really good photos, and even just like for the fact that when someone comes in, I always say, like, Here, these are all your outfits. Well, they they bring our outfits, so I'm like, what's your least favorite one? Like, what one were you kind of not that bothered about? What one if you if the photos looked awful, would you wouldn't care that they weren't in it? And then we we'll start with that because then it's like, well, if that like then they're kind of like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like it's just like a trial run and then we will get some good and then we literally every time we get good pictures in that outfit and they're like, "Oh, that's amazing." And it's like, "Well, now going forward, I know the pictures are going to look good, and I've got all my favorite outfits to come." Mm. That it's just like it, they just leave on like such a high because you build it up. You basically work out where your kind of like the bugbears are or like the little problems within your product, your ecosystem, whatever it is, and just try and fix them and refine them because eventually it becomes this perfect little thing like it's again it's not perfect yet but i've got it to a stage where it's just like like clockwork it comes in it's really nice and easy but i'm also in a situation where it's always creative and it's not like i'm just doing kind of the same headshots where it's like come and sit in front of the same background do the exact mm-hmm. same poses and leave it's like having a conversation with someone working out or this is kind of the kind of vibe of this person this person's a bit more energetic this person's a bit quieter uh, these are the clothes i've got well, how can i pair out of a background how can i try and give them something unique how can i make them feel like it's them coming across in the photos rather than just a generic thing like the amount of people who've come in who've just got like generic headshots done and they're like oh, i hate them because it doesn't feel like me it just feels like mm. someone else has made me do this thing whereas if you could make someone like literally look at a picture and be like that is the version of me that i always wish i was in my head it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's an amazing experience to kind of have to give someone yeah but to help someone achieve achieve their dream help someone achieve exactly what it is they've always wanted to do
1: yeah yeah i think it's it's just an incredible thing and i think like again it doesn't have to be about being a creative to do that you can do that even if you're not a creative even if you don't you know if you're not a photographer if you're not a coach if you're not a podcaster like you can just do that like anyway like it's 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 free to do (laughs) it's free to do and it's free to receive (laughs) do you know what i mean um well yeah dude man this this has been an incredible incredible conversation has been so much gold in it um so have you got any any final thoughts or words that that you'd like to share with with those who are listening
0: i think it's just just do the thing like whatever you it is that you have a passion for like just do it like Nike do have the best saying ever for like just go and fucking do it but it's like you just need to do it and I feel like so many people are in a what like they hear follow your passion and do this all the time it's a thing that's thrown around so much especially in like today's world but if you don't feel like you have a passion yet go and try stuff because Mm. like you don't find a passion like it's not like you're just walking around you're like that's the thing there are those annoying people who growing up and knew exactly what they wanted to do and they've always had that and we might have siblings friends who've been in that exact situation if you don't have that it doesn't mean that there isn't something out there for you it just means you haven't done it yet or you haven't tried it yet and i think like photography for me is like i never would have thought i'd be a photographer like i bought my first camera like five years ago and it's kind of just like i just fell in love with it because previously i was an artist and it would take me a full day to do one Hmm. piece whereas and i'd be quite solitary Whereas having a shorter kind of like going traveling, exploring, like doing, having an experience with someone else or just like just enjoying life, but being able to capture a bit of that and then coming back and using the editing process to be creative. That's why I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like I can have a fun adventure and go and do something. I can have a great interaction with another person. And I've also got a piece of art at the end of it. And Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that element of it but that was only through just a complete coincidence of I bought a camera to go traveling because I wanted to kind <laughs> of document that for video. And it turns out I actually really like taking photos, but that was just because I went and tried it. And I think that's the thing you've got to do. If you don't have that thing yet, you just need to go and try a bunch of different things. And like, I always kind of say is like, well, who do you follow on Instagram? Like what do those people do? Like, because it's like, if there's a little bit of something, if there's an interest there, if yours, like if you watch, The Great British Bake Off and you love it. You watch it every year. You watch Pottery Throwdown and it's like, you watch that every year. It's like, if there's something you have that slight interest in, enough to kind of come back year on year or enough to maybe buy a book on it or enough to go to a talk that's talking about it or even just enough to follow someone on Instagram, there's something there. And I think it's pulling on that thread. It's going down that route and just giving yourself the time to experience it and giving yourself the time to be bad. When everyone starts everything, they're bad. Like this, just the way things are and everyone you're following in life everyone you see as an inspiration has been doing that for years they've absolutely mastered that craft you're not going to be there for a long time and it's appreciating that that's just the way that it is but for you mm. to find and to turn that into a career it's going to take time but like as soon as you start doing it and then this is where it comes right back to the start it's reflecting back to where you've come it's don't compare yourself to everyone who's kind of literally mastered it who, who's, who are the ones who got you into it like don't compare yourself to them work at it for a while and compare yourself to yourself a week mm. ago compare yourself to yourself a month ago a year ago and it's like keeping those documents those records to see where you've come on that journey because you might still feel like i'm nowhere near the idol that i'm trying to get to but you can see your own growth and i think understanding your own growth instead understanding what you enjoy and refining that over time I think that's where you kind of you lead to happiness that's where you end up doing the job that is the thing that the thing that you can't wait to get up and go to every day like I love what I do like I wouldn't do anything else like someday I know I will because I know that a creative way will kind of take me off in a different direction but that will be because I'll go and try something else and I will be shit at something else but I'll keep doing it enough until I get all right at it and then I'll look back at where I came from and I'll be like oh actually I've grown there and I enjoyed mm-hmm. the journey of getting to where I got to So I think yeah just go and do the thing because it's out there if you haven't found it yet it's there waiting you just need to go and find it.
1: Yeah jeez that's gonna be an incredible Instagram clip (laughs) advice (laughs) for (laughs) creatives, or just a life advice (laughs) Um, but no man I totally I totally resonate with that and I think like you said it's just it's just about putting yourself out there and, and doing it and enjoying enjoying what you're doing while you're doing it and like it's just that's the most important thing. That's what life's all about. We're here to enjoy yeah. life. There's nothing more to it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy and you the things won't, you're doing.
0: Yeah. But and also but you won't enjoy every moment of it. I think yeah. this is a really important thing. It's like we're fortunate enough, we're in positions now that we're happy doing what we do every day. But we've all been through like times of just like just absolute shitness. Of like going through that grind. But it's like looking back on those times are some of them the fondest memories. Like at mm. the time it was it. like there's um a phrase that i heard i've said it a few times recently to different people and i feel like i slightly lose it every time now <laughs> um but it's, it's something like um nostalgia is just memories without the pain yeah and i feel like having that idea of like looking back at like all the best times you had like there's probably some element of like pain or struggle or something in there and it's like it's that we want to go for like it's not like it's never going to be easy. Like I always try and push myself out of my comfort zone, out of what feels easy in every day, always exploring different things. Because I know that as soon as you are kind of like stagnant, then things don't really progress anywhere. So, so yeah, just keep learning, keep doing the thing. Like mm. you can do it.
1: Awesome, man. Um, so actually I've got a little funny story that I want to tell before before we close out. Um, I remember like a few years ago, I started following this uh, this Instagram account. It was like a travel uh, photography Instagram account. And about a year and a half after I was following the account, I I like looked at it properly and I saw that it was like one of your, it was one of your photography accounts. Like I can't remember the name of it. You've got like a travel one. And then I clocked it, said like by uh, Adam Brazo or by Mr. Brazo or whatever. And I was like, what? Wait, is that, is that? And I I didn't even put two and two together. I just started following this account because I came across a photo somehow and it was just funny how like i got so much from like just looking at these nice photos of travel and whatever and then i realized like, oh wow like that's my friend's account i didn't even realize it was like uh, an insane little moment that i had um like on instagram like probably sometime last year i think or maybe the year before i can't remember um but yeah on that note like where where can people find you online where can they keep up to date with what you're doing the podcast and anything else that you want to shout about
0: Uh, So you can find me, it's at Adam Brazier on Instagram, Uh, it's B-R-A-Z-I-E-R, because I I feel like, no, everyone thinks I say Frazier instead of Brazier, but um, yeah, yeah, that's how you spell it. And then I have a podcast called Creative Rebels, which is on all good podcast platforms. If you want to go and hear Alex on there, we've had a good few interviews with him, so you search for Creative Rebels, Alex Manzi, you'll find some gems in there. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it really, like I'd say Instagram's my kind of main platform it's the place i spend most time at the moment so if you want to talk to me talk to me on there i'm on kind of twitter and tiktok and everything else but yeah instagram's my main platform at the moment
1: awesome man thank you for the time today and thank you for uh, bringing the wisdom and and dropping the gems on the people then you're welcome Dave. have a good one so, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I would love to know what you got from it. What was the one learning that really, really stood out for you? What was the one thing that really resonated with you that you probably hadn't heard before or landed a bit differently today? And I'd love to hear what that thing is. So, to do so, just hit me up on Instagram at I'm Alex Manzi. DM me. Let me know what that one thing is, because I want to have the conversation with you guys. Okay? I always say I don't just record these episodes to just share good content. I want to build conversations with, with you who's listening and, and see how we can help you take your learnings and apply them to your life. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send it to them. Send them the link or a screenshot because it's so important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. So I want to thank London Media Lounge for editing and producing this episode and to Hobgoblin for providing the sick music. And I also want to thank you for spending time with me today and I'll see you for the next episode.